Hello, hello. Welcome back to Divine Lakes Ministries. I am Lee Massey, and I have with me my friend. And I am DA. I'm here again today. Just uh, relax and enjoy getting into that word. Amen. The word of God is amazing, and it really uh, gives us so much uh, to feed on throughout the day. And so we're in 2 Timothy um, chapter 2, and we're just going to sit down and we're just going to talk about the chapter of uh, just pinpoint and pick out some things that God is showing us. So I'm going to say a quick word of prayer. God, we just come before the name of Jesus, thanking you always for an opportunity to spend time in your word. We ask you, Holy Spirit, that you enlighten us to to be uh, to hear what you're saying and to be doers of your word, not just hearers. So we just ask you to bless this time together and that you be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, so we're going to get into right into it, right into it. And so in... Um, Second uh, Timothy, if you in your spare time, you can just read through it. it it's really good. Um, always the word of God is really good. But uh, but in uh, now in um, Timothy, the second chapter, the main thing that uh, D.A. was sharing with was that uh, the consistency of Paul. Yeah, it's just like it, it, it's uh, amazing because uh, it starts off um, in chapter, uh, like I said, chapter two, verse two. It says, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men. Uh, and so what he's saying is that what uh, you're hearing of him through men, through people, through witnesses. Uh, uh, to me, that's a, a good thing. That if someone, everybody that sees you and knows you, they automatically can see your character. And they're going to tell you about your character. So Paul said he has a good lot of witnesses for his character. Because uh, people uh, will will show you who you are. If somebody, if you keep hearing people tell you, you know, you're mean or you're, uh, you uh, are bossy or you're this or you're that. Usually you are. <laughs> and so you got to admit that you are. Yeah, I know. Sometimes, yeah, you're right. Cause some people will tell you. People will tell you, man, um, uh, like when I was in the Coast Guard, oh, you know, people will say you're this or you're that. Well, most of the time they just, in the Coast Guard, I don't know what they said. They always said that I was, uh, I didn't get mad easily. They didn't realize I was getting mad easy, but I never let them see anything. I know I wasn't getting mad easy. I was getting hurt easily. Uh, but the anger I never showed, you know, so it was just my character always uh, to keep that hidden, that the anger hidden and but um, but a lot of times people can see you sooner or later they'll push the right button and they'll see what they want to see they'll get what they want to get out of you but I, I during the Coast Guard that was the closest time I was with God because I was going through a lot of trials during that time so uh, God was building character in me at that time so I know that I was holding in a lot of stuff but I was allowing God to work through me um, and to help me but I uh, I think I had my other my best friend was telling me that characters I was always like get annoyed easily and she could see it they couldn't but she could see it and she would tell me so a lot of times but I like that like you said Paul had a char- character witness that people were saying all that they saw in him and it was all that was coming out was God which was good that's a good point dear but also um, it said that we have to endure hardship as a good soldier. So what does that mean automatically? That we're going to have some hardships. I mean, because uh, Paul kind of gave the 
uh, us a heads up and say, hey, endure hardships. They're coming, you know, so endure it. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of times in the Christian walk, God said that we are going to suffer persecutions. He, Jesus said, if they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. And the reason why he said that is because they're persecuting me. They're going to, per- they're persecuting me. I'm not did anything wrong. Jesus walked the, on the earth without sin. So if he walked on the earth without sin, and here we are, like a lot of sinful people, every day we get up, we're doing something silly that we have to constantly repent of. But uh, you know, we're saying something we shouldn't say. We're getting an attitude we shouldn't get an attitude about or something. And But Jesus didn't do that. I mean, he flowed with the spirit. He wasn't, he never sinned, but yet they persecuted him. So he said, they persecuted me. Oh, they're going to persecute you. So, uh, and so Paul was just warning us that we have to endure those hardships. So that, that's a good one to bring up too. And what else, what else would you say? Um, he said that we don't, uh, number three in verse, uh, four, he said that we don't, uh, that we don't get entangled with the affairs of this life uh, because uh, we have to keep our focus on uh, pleasing God, you know, pleasing who, uh, what did he say? Uh, that we he, that he may please him who has chosen you to be a soldier. So God has chosen us. And so our desire is to please him. We should be, uh, since we're chosen, that we got to make sure that we uh, please who chose us. That's, yeah, that's so true because we gotta we gotta make sure that if someone calls me out and say, "Hey, I want you to do this. Uh, I have a job for you. Can you do this?" Then I'm gonna do that job to perfection. I want to do it to perfection because I want to please that person that chose me to do that job, knowing I was gonna make lots of money. I'm like, "Whoa, I'm gonna make some money here." So I'm gonna do everything to make sure that my job that that people are pleased with it. Like I had. Um, like when I'm, I like decorating things. So I like, when I like to decorate a room, somebody say, Hey, can you fix my room? I'm going to go and I'm going to get the best things I can go to the store and do everything I can that when they see that room, that when they see me having painted it, redecorated, that they're going to say, wow, that's awesome. That's nice. That they're pleased with it. And I think that anytime that whoever called you to do something, you're going to make sure you do it to perfection because you want them to be pleased with it. That when they see it in the end, they'll say, um, Wow, that's am- that's awesome, and that's what with our lives is the same way. Exactly. That we want to be able to say when God sees our lives, and He's going to say, "Wow, you did it all for, to perfection." Not only that, but we have hope, help from the Holy Spirit. So, like, it's like me trying to decorate a room, like I said, and He gives me the guy that helps me work on it. He gives me the best designer in the universe, <laughs> in the world. And he's going to say, he's going to help you, you know, just ask him any questions he'll be able to answer. Well, my goodness, then I should have that house, that, that room should be to, to a T, to perfection, because I had that designer to help me. If you have any questions, just ask him, man, I'm going to be asking him all kinds of questions and I'm going to (laughs) be going to him always to help me. So I think with that, that's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. I mean, he's there to help us at every point of our life. So we should always be going to him. What should I do? How should I do this? Da, da, da. Because we want to be able to know that when we stand before God, that we have used that access he's given us, his Holy Spirit. We've used access to come into his throne room anytime we want. Uh, and we've done that. So we don't, so we don't, we're not, he's not disappointed. 
and we therefore will you know will be awesomely uh, blessed and and rewarded for even though he gave us help we're still rewarded you know because we did we obeyed and we followed you know what he's told us to follow yeah exactly so that that to me is amazing though even that bringing out that that's good because uh yeah, we do have uh, the Holy Spirit. We do in our lives. When we're going through things, we automatically can go to him. I mean, back like we were talking about, back in the uh, Old Testament, they had to go through priests. They had to go through a, a big channel just to get to God. And then when Jesus came and he died on the cross for our sins and he t- ripped down that, took away that veil, he ripped it in two. And now we just go right straight into uh, the throne room of God. And we're able to talk to him anytime, night or day. We don't have to wait for a year to go and bring it, sacrifice a lamb and bring it before him. But no, we go in right straight into the... So that is uh, amazing all by itself. We see, man, that we we are so blessed. We are generation is truly blessed. Exactly, we are. We're truly blessed. We go right straight into that. So that that's just, wow, that's amazing. But I think we don't know that. We we think this is too good. This is too good to be true. It can't be true, so we don't do that. And I think that that's, that's our fault right there, that we don't go to God when we should. And so I think that, and Paul is just teaching us, man, we've got to learn to uh, please who that person who's called you, you know, because he's the one that rewards you. He's going to give you that check in the end. He's going to give you that reward in the end, God alone. So that's amazing too. So those that's a good point as well. And um anything else? Uh going down same thing. Um chapter, I mean verse 9 and 10. Uh he says uh wherein I I suffer trouble as an evil doer even into bonds, but the word of God is not bound. Therefore I endure all things for the elect's sake. So Paul is just saying, "Hey, look, I'm right now I'm in jail because I I uh I uh like I like I like I did something evil when all I did was share the gospel of Jesus Christ, and he said, "Yet I'm in jail for it." So he said, uh, "So I'm gonna endure this, uh, because uh, for for your sakes, you know, the elect's sake, the people that he is uh called to to uh help, you know, called to to uh work with and called to share, you know, what God is sharing with him." Exactly. Yeah. So that that's that's good too, because Paul was in prison. Like he's writing this in to Timothy in prison, and he did tell him. He said, "Look," um, he said, uh, uh, "Wherefore I suffered trouble as an evildoer. Like I didn't do anything evil, but I'm in jail for it. They're treating me like I did something evil, and all I'm doing is doing what God called me to do. And so He was warning us. Believe, believe me, guys, I'm in jail for doing the right thing. Don't you think that you're not gonna get go through trouble too?" It's like the word of God, um, it really pricks people. It makes people angry. When you start talking about Jesus, they have a, <laughs> when they have a, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 um, some vodka and gin and juice and all that stuff, and they're going guzzling it down to get drunk, to get drunk. And they don't want you to come in there and start talking about Jesus. Man, they, you, you're, you're blowing their high. You're blowing. <laughs> they don't want to hear that. <laughs> really, they really don't. No, they don't want to hear that. They want to like, oh man, you messing up my buzz. I mean, people always do that when you when you start talking about God, man. It just it, because they they're convict. There's a conviction that comes with the Word of God. The Word of God is like is quick, sharper than is quick. What is it? Quick, sharp, 
sharper than dividing of the sunder of the soul. Well, it's quick, sharp, sharper than any two-edged sword. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sorry, I missed that one up. But anyway, so what they were saying is the word of God is quick. It's it's sharp. It's gonna cut you up, man. If you're in the wrong, you're gonna get cut up. And not even they not all they're doing is saying God loves you or something, and you get mad because. <laughs> You don't want to hear that right now. I'm not wanting to hear that right now. Yeah, especially when you're in a bar. You know, when you're in a bar or getting high or, or cheating on your spouse or your girlfriend. Nah, you don't want to hear that. You definitely don't want to hear that. Yeah, because it, 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 it's going to, uh, it'll tell you where you are without even anyone knowing it, you know, without someone in knowing it, you know. There's one guy, uh, uh, what was it? Brother Shambach, he was saying that he was running down the street and there was this um, incense, but he was, I don't know if he was sitting at the time, he was just running down the street, walking down the street. He's all of a sudden, someone yelled, uh, the street preacher yelled, Hey, sinner! And he said, before he knew it, he stopped in his tracks because he said he knew he was a sinner. And, but the, the street preacher was just talking on a megaphone to anybody out there, everybody out there. But he said, it's so funny, he knew he was a sinner. And he just stopped right in his tracks and he sat there and he listened for a while. But I think it's funny that, you know, the Word of God just kind of really does do that. It really makes people have to really give an account and think about themselves and think about where they are and how much, you know, they need God, but they don't want to know that. So that's why you'll see homosexuals and people like that yelling at you when you're just on the street preaching. They don't want you around them because you're going to convict them. You're making them uneasy in their sin. And that, that spirit of homosexuality, you're making him uneasy. He's like, get them away from here. And um, so the word of God is convicting. So it will cause people to persecute you or, or say, get away from me. and don't want to be bothered with you. So Paul was just giving them a heads up. Look, y'all, I'm in prison for something, for like like I did something wrong when all I did was preach the gospel. And um, so that's a good one, too, dude. And so, gone down, what do you think? Oh, uh, let me say, uh, in verse 15, and uh, it just says, a study to show yourself approved that we have to study the Word of God. If we want to know God, we better study. True. A lot of times we do have to really study the word of God, because if you really love somebody, if somebody wrote you a letter and you say you love them, you're going to actually, you're not going to throw the letter aside. You're going to actually read the letter. And I remember people have love, love letters from their girlfriends and boyfriends from 20 years ago, 30 years ago, because they love that. And it just, and they read it every so often because it just gives them little goosebumps when they think about how much they were in love and how much he loved them or he loved her or he loved or she loved him and so they'll keep those letters as a reminder so the bible is a love letter to us that we got to keep it treasured in our heart like the like hide the word in your heart and you won't sin against him you won't do anything wrong because every time that love letter just keep you remembering his love for you and how much um he cares for you and what he have done for you so you um just you will just cherish it and we have to cherish every word of all the word of God, you know, the same way. Right? Yeah, true. And also it said, uh, in verse 16, it said, uh, but shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness. So he's telling us, don't do a lot of uh, clapping and talking and everything, because that's going to uh, cause you to sin. The more you talk, the more you're going to start sinning and gossiping and all of a sudden, you wind up doing all the things you shouldn't do. Yeah, 
because you'll find yourself gossiping about things you shouldn't gossip about. You'll find yourself uh, uh, just saying things you shouldn't say. So we have to always remember to keep our our, our words few. And the longer we keep our words few, we're not going to sin. But if we start talking more and more, then we'll start talking about how ugly someone is, how much they got this and we don't got that. Before you know it, it goes off into a bad thing. So that's why the Bible said don't to uh, do a lot of babbling and things that malign God. So we have to be so careful not to. So, And then, and um, let's see, what else, D.A.? Um, it just says also in 21, it says, if a man therefore purge him, no, if a man therefore purge himself from these things, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. So a lot of times we got to just uh, make sure that we are um, purging ourselves. Oh, yeah, because look, if you look at the birth first before, I see what it's saying. It says, but in, but in, a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver but also of wood and of earth and some of honor and some of dishonor so what it's saying is like in the house in our house which is it talks about our house as a body of our body is a house so we got to make sure and there's a lot of stuff in our house that shouldn't be in there and so in this life we're constantly purging ourselves of though that wood and stubble and that stuff that dishonors God and we're keeping in those things that honor him. Uh, so God gives us a, a great personality that draws people, but so which will be good as long as we, we, we cultivate that. And those other things that, are, that will cause things us to, uh, to, to malign or make God, um, uh, to dishonor God, we, we get rid of those things. Exactly, yeah. So that's what I'm saying, that, yeah, Exactly. You just you just sealed it right there. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So yeah. So that's that's good too. So I think that also we have uh, so we have to remember, guys, that whenever that we're a temple of God, we're the house of God, and we got to begin to purge ourselves of things that doesn't please Him and honor Him, and begin to cultivate those things that do honor Him, because He's given us all gifts and talents to use for His glory. So, okay. So we just wanted to share that with you guys. We thank you so much for listening to us. And we just pray that something we've said have just stirred your heart to be able to just examine yourselves and uh, always just uh, learn to do what pleases God and everything else. We just repent of it and give it to him and he'll help us to get rid of all those things. Amen. All right, guys. So we want to love you guys and we thank you for listening. You have an awesome day today. Amen. Have an awesome day today, guys. Bye-bye.